Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. Here we go. We're live. Yeah, we're, we're, we're back live, and, you know, getting ready to do what we do again. And, uh, you know, this is fun. Like, you know what? This is really fun. I, um, I think what makes it fun is, first of all, the people that I get to do it with. But the second part that makes it really fun is I, I really think that um, we're helping people, you know. And I love doing that. I love helping people. Well, you got the window view, and, and the beach is behind us. And, I mean, it says right here, it says, relax, take it easy. Let it all go. That's right. Don't start singing. Don't start singing, 89. I don't yeah, want to hear frozen over here. I, I thought he was getting ready to do that. <laughs> he, he looked like he was teeing it up. He was teeing it up. You caught him right in time. So. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we're going for a bike ride after this. Yeah, yeah. We got some basketballs some in here, maybe shoot some hoops. and uh, So it's fun. I mean, you know, again, I think that's what that's what makes this this special is, is we really get to do it our way. And uh, and we're creating the world that we want, and I like that. It's the Almond Gunner Experience, powered by Astorio. You know it. Why'd you choose Experience as the name? Well, it's so funny because for me, um, for 22 years, you know, I, I, I've been working with student athletes and speaking and writing and doing all these things. And and you know how they always tell you you got to have an elevator speech and and you got to be able to to tell people you know exactly what you do in 15 seconds. Well, that's always been an issue with me because for me, it's like you kind of got to experience what I do. I, I, so if you think about the way that I train student athletes, I have cones and a Home Depot yardstick. Like, so how do you make that hard, right? How do, how do you explain to someone that if that's all I'm going to use and you're going to be really tired? Uh, so to me, it's everything was about you, you got to experience what we do. When you, when you read the books that I've written, when you say, look, you're not going to be able to read this like a novel. You know, you know, most people want to sit down and just kind of get through a book. This book's going to make you stop. There's, you're going to think. So, so experience was, was the word. I mean, it was like what we do and how we do it. I think you really have to experience it. Even when I look at the way that, that you video and, 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 and create things for your clients, like I think you have to experience those things to really know what a story is, and you have to experience those things to really know what, what Almond Gunner is. Well, I remember the first time I interviewed you about three years ago, mm-hmm. and um, and we were talking about your purpose, and we were talking about um, potential, and I remember you saying that that you just want to maximize the potential of everyone that you come in contact with. Exactly. And I remember thinking to myself, I know that he means what he's saying right now, and and I and I took on a, a sense of ownership of the fact that. With Astorio and and the opportunity to empower storytellers, we look at it as saying, okay, we just got to get you out in front of as many people and right. get you in touch with as many right. people as, right. as possible. So part of the point of this podcast, it's not it's not some marketing device. No, no. This is an opportunity for us to connect with others and and talk to me a little bit about your vision for this and and what you see really developing over time. Well, one of the things for me is when, when I look back and and I start to really try to understand the successes that I've had or the opportunities for improvements that I have, it's really has boiled down to information. It's like the information that I received and, 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 and how I reacted to that information, like in what time frame. And so what I realize is a lot of people 
aren't where they want to be because of the lack of information. Like they, they don't know. Like, again, you don't know what you don't know. And so what I realized that to me, what's worse than no information is misinformation. And so part of doing this podcast, my vision is how do we give people the best information for them to be able to make the best decisions for them to grow the way they want to grow, right? Uh, I think that when people look and feel the way they want to look and feel, and I think when people really know their purpose and they have self-love, they're more productive, they're kinder. And and that's what I want to see more of is, is people winning, and, and not winning, you know, on a scoreboard, but winning in life about because they know who they are. So our last show was about tenacity. Mm-hmm. And um, and I almost feel like, you know, when you when you have a dream, there's something that happens in that moment where you, you know, you, you catch a glimpse, you catch, catch a vision, and it can slip right by. Right. But you make a decision. And today's show is about, uh, a word that um, it's it's a four letter word. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And sometimes those yes, are the, the most powerful right. words, um, for better or worse. Um, but the word is bold. Right. And um, when you step out in the face of something that may seem overwhelming or or you know can strike fear or create uh, uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, what does bold mean to you? What is boldness? Why did you choose that word? To me, I, I think, you know, whatever you want in life, there's going to come to a point to where you have to make a decision. And you have to make a decision to be, to be bold, to be assertive, to be confident in, in what it is you want, uh, to be assertive and confident and, and bold in what you think you can accomplish. I think a lot of times people dream big. But they forget to do that one thing, which is take the first step. And and taking the first step is about being bold and, and, and putting it out there. But it goes back to what I like to think about is, is self-love, right? A lot of times we won't be bold because we're not real sure about us, right? We're, we're, we, we don't have the confidence in our ability to pull it off. So a lot of times you'll have someone who sees that greatness in you like a coach or a parent or a coworker, they can see that you have that one thing special and they spend their whole lives trying to convince you to be bold. They're trying to convince you to step out. And, and so that's why I think you, it starts with you and realizing that you do have everything that it takes, but then you just, at some point, you got to go for it. There are no perfect times. You know, people always try to say, okay, this is not the right time to do it. There's no perfect time. Sooner or later, you're just going to have to go for it. How do you reconcile boldness with patience and uh, getting all the information? I think that once you really think you've done your due diligence, right, you know, you, you, you set your expectations uh, and you come out with a plan. Like this is, this is it. You, you've, you've researched to, to the best of your knowledge. Look, and, and there are some people, man, they – They'll research until the cows come home and never pull the trigger. I think that there's a line and, and, and the line has to be, you know what? I've, I've made the best decisions that I can make with the information that I have. And at some point I'm going to have to be bold because you know what? Like in sports, there's, there's timeouts, right? You can always reset. You can always, it's like when I look at what we've been doing, not only with our podcast, 
uh, but we do with our businesses in general. We, we put stuff out, and then we go back and we reassess. And we say, well, maybe we need to change this. I think this will be better. So being bold means, look, I'm going to go with what I have, but I also know I, I know how to sit back and make adjustments. So I think, you know, most people, look, there's, there's no perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect time to do something big. It sounds like you're also saying, like, you know, put it out there. Like, yes. Like, just, just put it out there and understand uh, that if you value other people, mm-hmm. that the tools will come. Well, and again, I think it's about feedback, right? Like, whatever it is you're trying to do and trying to accomplish at some point, you, you have to put it all on the table. And, 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 and if you are a person who know who you are, and know, you welcome feedback. Like, constructive criticism is great. And you have to be open to that. You have to be open to the possibilities. And it boils back to, are you really trying to grow or not? Or are you just talking? Are, are you really trying to practice what you preach or not? Because what we talk about all the time on this show is about having the willingness to grow, having the willingness to be open. Well, that means all of us. That means all of us. That you know, we, we, we give information. But we also accept a lot of information. And when we get great information that we can pass on, that's what we do. Every day I'm fighting to grow. Every day I wake up, man, I'm just fighting to grow. I don't ever want to stop. I want to keep evolving because success isn't permanent. Just like fatal, you know, uh, failure isn't fatal. Success isn't a permanent state. of. I mean, <laughs> once you get there, it's gone. You got to plan something else. You got to be bold doing something else. And when you look at the best companies and you look at the greatest CEOs, man, they make bold statements all the time. And then you know what they do? They back them up. They surround themselves with the right people and they make sure that those people have the resources they need to succeed. They back them up. I like that. Back up. Back up. Surrounding yourself with the right people. That's, that's, to me, that's the key in life. <laughs> it, it is making sure um, that you surround yourself. Your circle of influence is the greatest thing you will ever have. You show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Show me who you're hanging out with. Show me your circle of influence. And I can pretty much show you how this thing's going to shake out. How good do you want to be? I think that's the question, right? I mean, you know, that, there's a lot of talk. And, and there's a lot of, you know, I, I'd like to do that. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot Someday of Someday I'm going to do that. Someday right? I'm going to do that. Well, you know what my grandfather used to say? There's seven days in the week and someday isn't one of them. Whew. I'm glad I'm sitting across from you and not your I, granddaddy. I mean, That's all I got to say. I, I mean, again, <laughs> it, 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 it's one of those things, right, where I say you have to ask yourself the question, how good do I want to be? But it's the follow-up question that gets you. Which is, what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to give up? Yeah, see, you know, because that, that first question, how good do you want to be, you know, you get, oh, I, I want to be really good. No, it's the follow-up. See, yeah, the, but I want it all. Yeah, see, the follow-up question <laughs> is, yeah, but what are you willing to give up? Uh-huh. See, because you're going to have to give up something to be great. Well, I, I know we can go get it. I know we can chase after it. I know that... Um, one of the things you, you talk about often is um, having your back up against the wall, right? 
and, and and when you eliminate the the choices and eliminate the options and you and you can no longer you know retreat um you know you can just keep moving forward well i think that's the greatest position in life to play from right i i think that if you play from the position that your back is against the wall you have focus because now everything's coming to you nothing can get behind you and when you have that type of focus now you'll have commitment See, I think people are not committed as long as they have options. As long as you have options, come on, you're not going to commit. Let's be real. But we've all had those moments in times when our backs were against the wall and, and listen, and failure wasn't an option. And we always get it done at those moments because we, we have 100% focus. Yeah, I think you got to count the costs, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we've talked about this on a few different podcasts, but sit down and just you know, play it all out, you know, think long-term, get yes. a picture in your head of, of yes. what you're going to have to overcome and, and identify that. Um, but, uh, but I love the fact that you're challenging us to, to be assertive, be confident and understand that um, it, it's just not going to happen if you're not willing to do that. No, I mean, you know, and, and the thing is, is, is life is full of, of obstacles. It's, it, it's full of, you know, there's going to be adversity at every turn. I mean, that's what makes life so special. Um, the thing that I love most about life is you can't buy it, and it shows up for everyone, right? So at the end of the day, no matter who you are, this game you're going to have to play. It is going to happen. And so you can either decide to be a spectator or you can be a participant. But either way, I mean, life goes on. Your book, Lead With Your Life, mm-hmm. that, that that's a bold title because yes. I, I know when you look at that cover, it's got to be like looking in a mirror. Well, not, n- not to mention you got two lion eyes, look, right? <laughs> right. So, I, so I'm looking at that cover and I know our audience is looking at that cover saying, mm-hmm. okay, this is some business right mm-hmm. here. This mm-hmm. is some business. Like there, there, there is some intentionality behind the seven principles of leadership going on right now. Talk to me about that. Well, I, I mean, for me, I mean, you, you've gotten to know me pretty well. Um, I, I just think that you can't give what you don't have, right? And so, as I used to tell my kids all the time, my name's in the jingle. You know, the company's Almond Gunner Motivates. You know, the, the podcast is Almond Gunner Experience. My name's in the jingle. We got a jingle? Yeah, so, you know. Well, I haven't <laughs> yeah, heard, yeah, we got, we I got heard a jingle. the jingle, dude. <laughs> 89. We're saving. We we saving that for later. We we don't want to give you too much, man, because okay. you know. But so when you when you have that right, and so now your name is going to be on this book, and and you you put this title lead with your life. I like that kind of pressure, right? I, I I don't you know, it's better to have people be able to look at me and go, okay, yeah, versus hear me and I'm not doing it. No 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 no. I mean, I'll, I'll lead with my life. I have no problem being out front, and I think that if you're going to be a great leader. There's seven things that you got to be willing to do. Um, you have to be willing to be a person of character, and you and you have to have people skills and know how how to to interact with people. And you have to be competent and want to be a servant, right? And this word that we're talking about right now, if you're going to be a leader, you got to be bold. You're going to have to be bold if you're going to be a great leader, because people are going to follow bold people who can walk the talk. That's just the way it goes down. So this book was very intentional. And uh, and every time I write, um, it's it's literally for me. It just turns out to be for other people. But it's just I need to get it out of me. 
and it becomes kind of like my therapy. Like, I want to be this leader, so what am I looking at? Well, I'm looking at these seven things, and then I just put it in a way that I think other people can get it and benefit from it. Do you ever think about um, your uh, your revolutionaries, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the people that, um, that you've participated in developing – uh, that have that have sought you out for wisdom, coaching, mm-hmm. advice, mm-hmm. Um, information. Do you ever think about yourself as being a part of their team? I am a part of their team. It's like every organization that I go speak for, I'm now a part of that organization. I think that's why I can take the level of passion and enthusiasm that I take in because I'm now a part of your team. It's like walking in, you know, and going to the University of Florida and standing up and doing a presentation in front of these PhD students. For all intentional purposes now, I'm a part of not only those students, but I'm a part of what the University of Florida is trying to do. I think that's the only way to do it. If, if I go in and, and, and I deliver something, but I don't feel like I'm really a part of that, how am I going to give 100%? See, I'm, I'm all in because, because, you know, my mantra at the end of this thing is I want everyone to maximize their potential. So I, I, I got to embody that, you know, I, I can't just go and speak and then when I'm out the door, I'm out the door. No, every school that I walk into, I'm a part of that school. The success of that school, I take it personally because I've been a part of it. I've been a part of their students. I've been a part of their faculty. You know, if I go speak for, you know, Thompson Reuters or Learn the Magic, I'm now a part of all of that. And I think that way because I'm a leader. I think that way because I'm bold. I think that way because I'm tenacious. I just think that if I'm a part of it, if my name's on it, if my body's involved in it, hey, I want to win. Talk to me about this week's Super Freak of the Week, Coach. You know, uh, again, favorite segment just because, and again, you know, hey, it's my show. I can do what I want to do when it comes to Super Freaks, right? What I like to do is, I, I when people hear, I think when people hear the term super freak, right, uh, a lot of things go through their heads, but I think they are always thinking about, you know, it's got to be someone older. And, but, but I think, you know, being a super freak is just about identifying people that are doing these wonderful things that are passionate and, and love what they do and have all these big dreams and really think that they can get it done and they run after it. So actually, our Super Freak of the Week is an eight-year-old this week. An eight-year-old. Eliana Dorsey, affectionately known as Ellie Bean. And Ellie Bean, I mean, look. So think about it. Think about when you were eight, right? All the enthusiasm you had, all the passion that you had for life, right? So every time I'm around my little niece, man, she's just bouncing off the wall. She's just doing all kinds of stuff, right? She, she's the face of L.A. Urban Farm. She has no problem getting on and doing videos for that. Uh, she's just a special kid, right? She's a thinker. And she has two older sisters, but she doesn't get lost in those two older sisters. She still does her own thing. She comes by the office. She's got on like 20 different colors. I'm like, Ellie, who dressed you? I did. Like, I like that type of enthusiasm, and it's one of those things that I hope she never loses. Because if she never loses that, she'll never lose her voice. She won't get lost in the crowd. And, and so right now she's doing that. So she's a super freak. And I know it's going to cause a problem with my other two. And you they're going to get all, you know. But listen, Ellie B's got it this week. You know, she's got it. So she's the super freak of the week. 
Well, it's it's causing problems around the world, so it's, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's just be honest. Helly Bean's out in front. It's exactly. okay. Let's go. Exactly. The Dorsey household's going to be in an uproar this week, but it's in an uproar every week. I mean, there's three girls living there. I mean, come on. She's the first birthday of the year anyway, That's right. so yeah. it's all right. That's right. It's her birth month, so let's go. So listen, um, you know, it's, what's great about that, too, is, um, you know, Eliana, uh, her name means God answers prayer, mm-hmm. and and she definitely lives that way, and and I and I and she fulfills that in a lot of ways with with just about everybody she meets, she doesn't know a stranger. Right. And uh, and the other day uh, we were out front and we saw our neighbor. I said, "Go say hi." An elderly lady working in the in the yard there, Mrs. B. We love her, and uh, and she just beelines it right over to her. And, uh, and I love that about her. And we, we decided to go for a bike ride earlier. And uh, we're, we're riding down the road, and she looks up at me, and she goes, Hey, Dad, tell me a story about when you were afraid. That's my girl. That's my girl. That's Allie Bean putting it down like that. She just asks the best questions. Yeah, she's you know? special. She just asks she's the special. best questions. And, uh, and so I, you know, I think one of the things that uh, that – I see in her and, and identify with all your super freaks is that curiosity and that willingness to, to, uh, to just put it out there. Yeah. And, and I think that's a great example. I love your choice, obviously. Yeah. A little yeah. biased, but yeah. I love the choice. Yeah. It's a great example. Uh, so also give us, Coach, if you would, give us uh, our challenge of the week. Well, you know, our challenge for the week, we're going to just kind of keep in line with what we've been talking about, being bold and keep in line with our super freak of the week. Uh, the challenge for the week is I want you to think back when you were eight years old. Think about all the dreams that you had, all the things that you wanted to do, all the enthusiasm, all the passion that you had for life. I want you to look back at that and then ask yourself, am I doing that? Did I lose that? How can I get it back? You know, in, in other words, I want you to just act like an eight-year-old, man. Just go with it. Enthusiasm, passionate, ask questions. Be curious, dream big, go for it. That's what this week's all about. Just be eight, man. Be eight. Want to get on roller coasters, jump off the top of the house. You know how it was back in the day, right? Be eight. Ask yourself that. Challenge yourself to be fun. Be a kid again. We're going to break a lot of windows in this place. Yes, we are. We're going to cause a lot of damage. Yeah, we're going to cause some problems this week. Get out there. Get out there and, and, and cause some problems. Well, live yeah. life. <laughs> live you know, get life. out there and live life. You know what? Yeah. You know, run on the beach. You know, think about it. You go to the beach, you see eight-year-olds, man, they're all over the place, right? They've got energy. And, 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 you know, as you get older, what do you always say? Boy, if I had that energy, if I could just bottle that, right? Well, this is your week. This is your week to be able to bottle it. This is your week to have it. This is your week to go for it. Be bold. Be bold and be eight. Be bold and be eight, baby. Go for it. I like it. So tenacity this week, boldness. I, you know, I, I feel like we're preparing for something. I don't, I don't know what you've got in store for us, but but there's some some real intentionality building up right now. It, it is. You know, uh, I, I, I have a sneaky suspicion that this revolution is growing. It's starting to grow. We'll just leave it at that. I like it. I like it. Well, you know, there's only one way to live for a few thousand years, and, you know, why not go for eternity, right? This let's is just, it. Let's yeah, just keep running. Yeah, we're trying to be all in, brother, all in all the time. 
Every day's game day. Every day's game day. Hey, we love you guys for tuning in. Uh, keep asking questions. Uh, uh, we got some new stuff coming that 89 told us we're going to be able to do this thing remotely and, and, and have more guests in. So it's going to be really, really great. Uh, get your copy of Lead With Your Life. It's a heck of a book. I know the guy that wrote it. Uh, and just remember, every day's game day. We'll catch you next week.